Hi, and welcome to the Home Girls Podcast. We are the women behind the homepage.life, Jenny, Kristen, Rebecca, and Megan. Our podcast is a companion to our mission of the homepage, to come together and learn lost skills for self-sufficiency and freedom in our homes, all of it for our families. We're so glad you're here. everybody welcome back to the home girls from the homepage.life where we are chatting everything home and today we want to talk with you guys about a situation that you may find yourself in currently um being in a home that might be a smidge too small and uh so homing in tight spaces let's call it that i like that <laughs> <laughs> so today you've got Kristen, Rebecca, and Megan, and we are going to chat a little bit about some creative ways to maybe find some more storage space in your house or creative ways to um, make the most of a home that it feels maybe a little small in the season of life that you're in. So um, this is a subject that I think so many people are dealing with right now because the real estate market is absolutely insane. Yeah. Um, and Kristen, you and I talked the other day about if we see one more realtor say, oh, but the it's it's still Mm-mm. better than the 1970s, um, I might scream. <laughs> no, I don't want to hear them say that. I don't want to. I don't want. I also don't want to hear them say again that it's not the housing market's not going to possibly go under because. You and I, we all, the three of us lived through 2008 and we saw when, what happens when bad things happen in the real estate. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Like, I think I've seen this episode before. Anyway, um, although the, you know, the part of the trouble currently not to get into a real estate discussion, but it's that we are not allowing things to happen naturally you know the ups and downs like we are the our government has decided to step in and so it's an artificial market that we're seeing and it's not it's it's really not benefiting but a certain portion of the population so anywho um yeah that's the part well and i think that (laughs) a lot of people are finding themselves Maybe their family has grown and they are in a home that, you know, doesn't fit their needs. I think, and I think that, um, I think a lot of people would look at the home that I'm in and say, oh, it's too small. We have four bedrooms and seven people who live here, Right. Um, you know, and so there are people who share, share bedrooms here. Mm -hmm. Um, but my kids have always shared bedrooms. I have always right. gotten creative, even when, when my kids were really small and we would be able maybe to have room for another bedroom, I would maybe choose a playroom over mm-hmm. another bedroom, like a place sure. to put all the toys. So toys were out of the bedrooms um, so they could be kept tidier. You know what I right. mean? Oh yeah. And you, in, in those instances, you're choosing what is more important, um, you know, which space brings more value to your home. So I guess that's one of the tips that I would say is 
what is the most valuable space and how do you make the most of it? And then what sorts of compromises can you make in spaces that aren't as poor, as important or that you don't use as much to kind right. of make those combo spaces? Um, so for example, <laughs> we have um, in our house, I, I am definitely squeezed into a house that was fine two kids ago as my husband says um this was a this was a good yeah, wait Megan house when two did kids you buy, ago how long have you guys lived at that house oh my gosh we bought this house in 2005 so we had zero kids when we bought right. it and we figured we could grow into it and it would be it would be a great starter home and so yeah. that was almost 20 years ago yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've moved past it. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it started us off and now we're all the way through our medium years too. So, um for us, we are we're in the same situation. We have three bedrooms and four kids. And so, um for us, we do have our kids doubled up. Um so we have bunk beds, so that's one, you know, solution. Also in every single bedroom under the bed has storage. So um, most of the beds don't have to be kind of platform raised up, but they do sell those that you put under each um, corner of the bed to, to raise the whole thing. Um, But there is literal under the bed storage made for the height between your, um, your mattress and the floor. So every single one of of the bedrooms in, in our home uses that space for sure. Um, and then for us, the garage is no longer for keeping a car in it's for, you know, canned goods. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And, um, bikes and, um, paper goods and paper goods. Yeah. And the kids clothes, like I have a box for each child or not each child. I have a box for each size and then we just rotate through. So um that's that's another one of our um another one of our tricks. And then in our our we have like a living room, if you will, off of the the kitchen. And um that's actually my office and um doubles as like a play space and it also has a TV in it. So it's kind of like you can sit and watch TV where it's where more of the younger toys are and then the downstairs is more of the older toys um so that's what I was alluding to with making things combo spaces like can this serve a purpose that's not just um what the blueprints of this house say that the room is (laughs) yeah well and you know I think I've watched you over the years get very creative and you mm. and you are like an, another place in your house that I'm like oh that's so smart to do is like you have a third bathroom that's not used that often it's a, a a part of the house that maybe is away from the main living spaces mm-hmm. and so you have a lot of storage there like a storage self- shelf even yes um for keeping extra things. I think that's so clever. Well, if we have um, that huge stainless steel shelving unit that is in one of our bathrooms in the 
the only bathroom that's downstairs is um, also the laundry room. So the builders of the house made it a combo room to begin with, but then um, I threw just an enormous shelving unit. In yeah. You're like, wait, what about an extra pantry also? <laughs> right. Yeah. Also there's that. Yeah. So that is, that's exactly where I keep all of the things that can't go in the garage that are, that are a little more sensitive as far as food stuffs go. And um, so that, that bathroom, as the kids have gotten older, you know, when they're small, you just, you throw them in the, in the bath in, in your room and it's fine. And, you know, they yeah. are, are little bitty, but now I've got a 14 year old and a 12 year old that don't want to be anyone to see them or be near them. And mm-hmm. they, so that's that, that basement bathroom has turned into kind of their domain and, um, so that room serves a lot of purposes, but shelving, shelving is one of the biggest things that can, that can really help you max out your space, even inside a closet, because mm-hmm. the closet might be made, for example, here's another example in my house. I don't have a pantry. Um, and so we made the coat closet that's closest to the kitchen, my pantry. <laughs> Wait, really? I really yeah. thought that was a pant. I no, because no. you've been so creative in there. I <laughs> really thought that. it was. It's a very deep closet. It is. It is. <laughs> and so we built out shelving in there to um make that usable for me. Oh wow. Yeah. That was so, so we- clever. Oh, that would have been a waste of space for sure as a coat yeah. closet. Yeah. So we um so so if you can turn a closet into a something. I've seen people get really creative with closet space, like taking off the doors and actually turning it into their office. Like the desk goes into the closet and they build bookshelves above. And um, so closet space, you can turn it into a lot of different things. And one of, one of the other things that I do in, I think almost every single closet in the house is I have one of those shoe racks that hangs inside the door so it doesn't mm-hmm. look messy, but it ha- you can use it for storage. So in the pantry, I'm using air quotes that you can't see, in the pantry, <laughs> um, that's where <laughs> all of the granola bars and the meat yeah. sticks and the fruit snacks and stuff like that goes. Um, the things that I'm okay with the kids pulling out and eating by themselves. And then in my bathroom, that same setup is keeps all of my hair stuff, hair mm. stuff, or like, um, you know, body products that I don't use on a daily basis, things that I don't have to see, you know, or clutter up the space. And then in the boys' rooms on the back of their door, um, is their socks and underwear. Yeah. So that that shoe organizer thing, and it's just one of those fabric shoe organizer. Um, things that you can get on Amazon for like $8. And that can that can really help your space. um, Because it it organizes stuff so that you can still see it, but it's it's not out and and being junky. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you know, that's so creative. And now that I hear you, you talking about that, it's like jogging my memory to times that we really were in houses that were too small for us. There was once when our third baby was born, um, I, I wanted a place like for a changing table and for 
um, the crib to be, even though it wasn't used that much. And for, mm-hmm. um, and for like a dresser to go for his clothes. And I used our laundry room for that, for that space. It was like, it was kind of like a stupid, like, why is this laundry room so big? <laughs> situation? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. And I totally used it for that. Like now I would probably use it as a walk-in pantry, mm-hmm. um, like at this stage in my life or, um, at another house, I, I had a, one of those accordion style closet doors and I just pushed them back, kept them open. And I had a changing table and dresser in, in my closet for the baby. Yeah. That's and so smart. It was a way that I didn't have to clutter things up more in the room. It was kind of so we could still walk around. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because when you're tight, it you know, it gets to that space. Yes. You're like, I want to be able to move. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Also, there are certain things I would like that would make it nice. That'd be nice. And so. that's, that's another idea is, is when you, um, when you have a, a new little one on the way, I, with, with our last baby, the dresser, his dresser is his changing table. So right. there's just the, the changing table pad sits right on top. His little wipes sit right on top and then all of his clothes are in the drawers underneath and that's it. Yeah. So, um, that's a, that's another simple combo. You don't need, you need furniture to function as multiple things, um, exactly. when you're, when you're in that situation. So, um, Another thing to do with a huge laundry room, because it, like you said, you, it is a little bit wasted space. And this is not something that I've done with my family, but I've seen it work for um, a lot of families. And I think um, it's a really awesome idea is you put multiple dressers in a laundry room mm-hmm. and that's where everybody's clothes go literally yeah, the, the family, family closet yes and exactly yeah. the family closet and so um that's a great way to save room in a bedroom so if you yeah. need to put multiple children in a bedroom think about the space that you save if they don't each have to have a dresser inside that room um and so if everything's in the laundry room together maybe each kid has three drawers And that's it. And what a genius way to just be able to fold everything and it goes straight into the drawers that are already there in the laundry room. But then it's also space saving. Yeah. Um, And Rebecca, I I can see you doing something like that. That seems like a Mm. thing that would be work really good for you guys. It's so efficient. It's so efficient. That's similar to what we do do. Is (laughs) it? Our, our, um, our laundry room isn't really like I can put something like it's a mud room slash laundry room slash hall. So it's like mm. not a lot of room there, but, um, who is it? Kristen Thomas. She, mm-hmm. had, I saw her have this thing and I was like, duh, what? that's a great idea. She just had this beautiful piece of furniture that was like, had drawers, almost like a, almost like a buffet. You know what I mean? Like it was, mm-hmm. but it was beautiful, like furniture. And she was like, all my kids clothes are in here. <laughs> what? Oh, that's yeah. so clever. Yeah. It was downstairs and they all just came there to get their clothes and then they could go change in their room if they wanted to, I guess. But so we got 
purse isn't beautiful, but it's just a Ikea dresser that yeah. looks clean with clean lines. You know, it's like white, modern looking, but, um, and so all, they all have two dressers, I mean, two drawers and, uh, yeah, that's. Especially yeah. when you have kids that are a similar or the same size. Like I bet your boys are in a similar size. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they, well, they're, yeah, one is a lot more, I don't know if you should call a boy petite. <laughs> I know what you mean, though. <laughs> I'm a petite boy also. <laughs> right. And a petite boy. Slight. Slight. So, Aww. yes, you, you would think they'd be so close because they're only 14 months, but man, they're like two, three, so, like, gosh. Can oh, still- wow. Little. Like he's gotten, he's still in Lincoln's like five, you know, I got that big tote of clothes from you, Kristen. And he's, um, he's still wearing some size five stuff. So listen, I Uh, had, I had boys, wait, how old is Harper's 15? Lincoln is nine. So six years apart. I'm pretty sure that even right now they can wear the same size clothes. It's just the length on Lincoln. That's right. (laughs) That's right. I can attest to that. I'm uh, like, I don't know. It's whatever. <laughs> what am I going to do? <laughs> so funny. It's true though. I yeah. know. It's but too those, funny. Those sorts of solutions are so, it's like, oh my gosh, why didn't I think of that? And yeah. just because, just because like the standard is that each child has their own room and each child has their own dresser and each child has their own blah, 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 whatever. You don't have to do the standards that we think have been created to help us in some way. Some of, sometimes some of these standards that we have in living spaces hurt us and we need to be able to mentally move past it because it's the way that it's quote unquote should be then Um, once you can move past a lot of that I think in life in general once you can move past (laughs) people shooting on you yeah then you can create a space that feels better in in your own life because people you are living in your space the other yep. people, they're, everybody else is just visiting if you let them. <laughs> I think I felt less than for a while because my kids all shared rooms. I mean, there was a time that we, you know, we in this four bedroom house, there was eight people. Yeah. And in our last house, it was a three bedroom house. There was eight people. And we just right. got very, we got very, very creative. Yep. Um, I don't feel like that anymore. Like when I was a kid, that seemed like such an important thing to my parents to have mm-hmm. us all in separate rooms. Like mm-hmm. there was a short amount of time that I shared space with my younger sister. But mm-hmm. you know, when I was little, I had my own room and yet I slept in my brother's bunk bed every night because Aww. I wanted to be with him. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. My mom could just read us both a book and I would just sleep on the bottom bunk and he'd sleep on the top bunk. And I, I think that there's value in, in whatever situation that you're in, you make it something or yes. (laughs) Yes. And it's the home is made to fit your values. Mm -hmm. And so you you create the space that works and flows for, for your own family. So in our, in our world, 
in the Collier world, um, we, we're co-sleepers. And so it took me a while to realize that if I'm co-sleeping with a baby, when they grow up and they are supposed to have their own room, they're like, I don't want to be in here by myself. Yeah. So that's not really a, a, a value, if you will, it, to us, the independence and in sleeping. So why mm-hmm. would I force that all of a sudden on a child that hasn't ever needed to have that value? And so right. for us, at some points, we've had um, kids sleeping in a full-sized or queen-sized bed together. And yeah. then we've also had um, bunk beds. And then um, when we have transitioned kids out um, out of out of being a co-sleeper with with me and my husband, they go so they their next step is to be with a sibling because it's weird to them to be by themselves. Yeah. And so um, when when Griffin is going to transition out, it's likely that he will go, you know, to um, to to an, the next brother. And so it's 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 really about kind of taking a step back and saying, OK, is this is this something that our family is this how we operate? Is this really how we operate? And then. Yeah. And then taking the next logical step for you, because, you know, like I was explaining in a co-sleeping situation, it's just odd to then expect total sleep independence in a cold room by oneself. And, And you could argue that it's actually kind of a little mean to expect that. And then, and then, and in a, in a change of scenery that's really sudden. Now, if the kid is independent and is showing you that they want their own space, that's a totally different thing. And, and you need to go with those signals that they are sending, but um, you, but making your house work for you and how your family is developing um, is, is the most important thing. And, and really when you have small kids, whatever you're in the middle of right now, it's still just a passing phase. It might feel like it's going to last forever, but whatever you're in, in this minute, you are going to have to readjust in about another month. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then beyond that, you're going to have to adjust in another year. And so it's, I think it's helpful if you don't take that personally, the phases being being something that's being forced on you as a parent it's just where your kids are it's just the phase that your family is in and then you if if you're a little bit more gracious with it it's easier to live with but then it's also easier to change out of that phase and it's easier to to embrace the next phase when when you're just seeing it as the next step Mm -hmm. um and and that's kind of how I've had to ha- had to look at it um, when there's been hard phases, and um, it it helps to to think of everything as kind of temporary. I would add one one other thing that has impressed. Oh, I can't hear you. Feel frustrated. I think anyone does by the space, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You look around. You're 
you're tight. You think I, there is no more space, right? Right. But something that I think that is really good that you do when you're feeling overwhelmed, like we can't go yet. I need to, to make this work for another, however long, um, is you get a second pair of eyes, you know, yes. you phone a friend. <laughs> yeah, that's them. right. Or will you come over and just be my second pair of eyes to see if you see something I don't see a friend who's been there, a friend who is, is, um, who likes something like that, like making good use of small spaces is comes in clutch when you're feeling frustrated, you know what I mean? Gosh, yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And says, Hey, have you thought about this? Hey, I, I see this. Hey, could we maybe just change this up a smidge? Yes. Yeah. What about a hundred percent that? Yeah. I think that that's, that that can help to calm feelings and ease nerves and, you know, and to make you realize maybe there's something, maybe there's not, but one way or the other, you're going to be okay. You're going to get through this time. <laughs> right. And, and, um, you know, the next phase is coming. So, yeah, that's right. That's right. And even if the next phase for me is literally digging a hole in the backyard to make, <laughs> a root cellar, it might come to that. And then I'm going to say, Hey, everybody, pizza and beer. If you come help me dig a hole in my Jason backyard. literally has a building idea for your house. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay. All right. I need to hear that. I need to hear that. I know Bobby and I have been thinking, okay, can we, can we do an addition? Yeah. Can we? Jason, Jason has an idea for one. Okay, good. All right. I want to hear about this. I really do. Maybe. I really do. Um, so, so the, I think that some of the spaces that we've talked through under the bed, closets, um, shelving above stuff, um, Mm -hmm. like raising your kitchen as high up as you possibly can with storage is another thing. I think one of the really neat trends that I have seen in like home renovation is, is almost putting another layer of cabinets above your existing, especially if you live in a house that was built in the nineties or the early two thousands, they liked that ledge where (laughs) the cabinets just abruptly stopped, but then you can, can build another layer of cabinets above it and put lighting so it looks nice and bright, but then also extend storage for things that you don't necessarily use every day. So I, I really like that trend. Um, but one trend in a kitchen that I cannot get with is open shelving. <laughs> I know. Oh gosh, there's, looks- <laughs> yeah, if you've got a tight space and you're making use of every inch of those cabinets there's no way you want everybody to see that (laughs) exactly like I'm sorry you don't want to know what's going on back in here you don't want to (laughs) know oh gosh I see I really want to do open shelving but I might regret it I don't know see I just I, I think it's beautiful and I think it's lovely especially in a place like I don't know, an Airbnb where somebody doesn't actually live, but (laughs) (laughs) I need to be able to close these things and maybe even, you know, have to put a baby lock on it. So like these are smushed tight. We don't want anything to fall out. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I can just picture open shelving being like one of my kids would see it and think, oh, 
absolutely I can get a foothold on there. Absolutely yeah, I can climb sure this. Can climb. This <laughs> yeah. is a climbing wall. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Oh, a climbing wall. Thanks, mom. In the kitchen. What a great idea. Yeah. Extremely is- cool. Right. Yeah. And then all of my dishes are on the floor and I'm crying. Yeah. So <laughs> I think a oh, lot of this is out of um like people making everything minimal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you are, I mean, some people are really good at that, at being minimalists and, you know, but I think it came out of necessity and people not being able to afford cabinets, that cabinets mm-hmm. are ridiculously uh-huh. expensive sometimes. So it's like, do you, can, you know, to fix the kitchen, <laughs> they did it like that. But yeah, yeah, yeah it's I, true. Like last week we were talking about um, giving yourself permission. Mm-hmm. I think that is so true for size of your house because we're the same way our house is only three bedroom mm-hmm. um with four kids that's like they've they've asked us where's raya's room oh <laughs> you're right right you know she's gonna bunk up with you guys when she's ready probably <laughs> what do yeah. you mean right um, so yeah we're we're coming to that to that point too but yeah we've had a nursery for so so long and that just worked so well with our kids the way they came Mm -hmm. so it's it's um it's more fun too like you said Kristen you wanted to be with your brother anyway yeah yeah so I love it I think I do too I think it um because when I look at all right so my dad grew up in a house like total opposite right he had everyone had their own room they had live in like help like that's oh that's like dad grew up with right and so then my mom grew up very opposite a small small house like four room type you know small house with like her whole family and then like cousins would come stay aunts and uncles were would be there for you know a year or two like they always had another kid that my grandparents were taking care of. She lived a total different life. And like the closeness of my mom's family compared to like the sort of coldness. And I say that lightly, but like not coldness, but like more proper formal for my Mm. dad. It was always, there was always a discrepancy that I saw, you know, like Mm -hmm. with the family connection. Um, so that's kind of interesting, <laughs> you know, if you yeah. grow up and it's like a slumber party every night, it's going to, you're going to have a different relationship that's with true. your family. So that's really interesting. Yeah. I, and I mean, I, I think there's so many lovely benefits to, to that closeness, um, but sometimes it does feel overwhelming and I, and a lot of us are, are trying to make the most of the space that we've got. Cause we're not going anywhere anytime soon in this market. Um, mm-hmm. And I think um, that one of the nice things you can do is make a Pinterest board because there are tons of incredible oh, yeah. ideas about, um, about space saving that you would not have ever thought of. And people People in general are so creative, That's and 
you know, necessity is the mother of all invention, right? And so when you're in this place of necessity, you're going to get creative to make it work. Mm -hmm. Um, So see it because once you start looking for a certain thing, then, you know, Pinterest wants to keep you on. And so they're gonna continue to suggest new items. So keep adding to that, keep adding to that Pinterest board. And I used to think Pinterest was the devil, y'all, because <laughs> I, um, I'm so serious. I was so late to the Pinterest game because I was like, all I'm gonna do is get on there and compare myself to other people and I'm gonna cry on the daily. Like, I don't need that in my life. So I didn't do it for forever. <laughs> but you know, for something like this, it's like crowdsourcing and getting these amazing ideas. And so I I highly suggest that because I have learned some stuff. I have learned some stuff um, from, from Pinterest. So anyhow, well, um, ladies, thank you for sharing some of your awesome ideas on, um, on making, making your home, making the most out of the space that you have slash don't have. Um, and I think one of the things that has been helpful in my journey with this is to remember the quote that comparison is the thief of joy. Mm-hmm. 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 And so maybe you don't absolutely have to have the thing, like put it on your dream board, yeah. but remember that contentedness is, is, is probably the thing that will bring you the most satisfaction. Yeah. And that can sometimes just be a choice, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to choose that. So, yes. mm-hmm. and some days it's harder to choose it than others. A hundred percent. And it's, you're not going to be able to, you don't reach this place of contentedness and stay there forever. It is an up and down. You will always have to try to be there. Um, and I'm speaking to myself, you guys, I am 100% speaking to myself because there are lots of things that are on my wish list, lots and lots of things that are on my wish list. But then I have to talk myself back down and say, I have all that I need. I just need to rearrange the six inches between my ears. Yeah. And so that is, um, that that's probably the, the most difficult space that you've got to work on. (laughs) for sure for me for sure for me too (laughs) all right ladies well listen i'm just gonna say this when you guys are listening to this podcast please if you ever have a suggestion tell us if you ever have an idea tell us we want to hear because obviously we are women who are seeking after um wisdom and seeking after great ideas and better ways to do things. So please, please, please. That's what the homepage is all about is, is sharing traditional wisdom and trying to make our homes the best that they possibly can be. So bring your wisdom with you to the homepage.life and come and join us because there is room for you and we would love to have you. We will see you guys back here next Monday for our next episode. You guys have a great one. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Home Girls podcast. Be sure to join our community at thehomepage.life. We'll be back next Monday with our next episode. Sending love from our homes to yours.